This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. No Jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. And today we're in here with the one and only Dave East. How you doing, man? Yo, what up, my boy? Nice to to have you in here, finally. Cool, man. How you feeling today? Feeling good. Been listening to the album. I'm enjoying it. Knocking it. Knocking it. I'm very uh, intrigued because it feels like within the first couple of tracks, like it, it very much feels like you're trying to sort of take us back to the sort of like you're trying to create a New York classic is very much the vibe that we got. And we really got Nas within the first couple of tracks telling us yeah. how important this shit is and how much he believes in you, which is which is big. Right. So within the first couple of songs, like you, you go for a very direct appeal to you know like you're, you're not making it uh at all obscured that you love classic new york rap and that's me it, it wasn't even like a um it's not even like i was trying to do that that's just like if i was going to tell my story it had to sound a certain way you know what i mean i couldn't turn up and tell my story. i mean so it had to be a certain production a certain you know just me trying to explain what i was trying to explain so in the beginning of the album, I just try to bring you back to my life before the Davey shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, it had me thinking about like when you when you get to like storylines that appear in classic rap records. It really had me thinking about when Jay took Bleak for that ride around the block and tried right. to give him a thousand bucks and he right. wasn't having it. Right. And that just sort of was very much the energy that I was feeling right there. Yeah, yeah. I f- um, you know, Nas, that's 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 big bro. That's who. I owe a lot, to, uh, most of this shit too. You know, he, he got me out the hood. He, he was the first one to give me a deal. Um, so I feel like that was a long time coming as far as just me and him making a record like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, what is that process like when you decide like, okay, this is the song that I want to do with Nas? Because it's like that opportunity is always there. Right. It's always a possibility that you could hit him up about any given track, but you know, I'm sure you are selective with that. What's right. that process like? Yeah, we got a few drinks, but um, that one in particular, he was already recording it, and I actually walked in on him in the studio, and um, I was like, well, what you doing with this? And then we went from there. We went back and forth on it, but uh, his his process is dope. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's kind of hard to catch him in the studio or or, or um in that mode. You know what I mean? So that was that was a rare a rare moment. Yeah, he seems like kind of a you know when you get to that level of success from being yourself as a rapper. You know, he's not used to fucking having to show up on time all that often. Besides the shows or whatever, it just right. seems like Nas is like the definition of a dude who gets to that hip hop legend status and is very much just like. Man, fuck everybody. I'm just gonna be yeah, me. Yeah, he gotta, he gotta care. I mean, he gotta want to do it, mm-hmm. or you know, he gotta, 
it, it's is what's dope with him. It ain't it ain't about no money. It ain't about that. Like if he don't care about it, you ain't going you gonna know. You know what I mean? So for him to invest in me and put the time he done put in with me and you know just put his name next to mine is priceless. Right, and it's it's kind of like you know you're obviously way earlier in your career than him, but it seems like you kind of have a lot of that mentality too, where you're very much kind of opposed to compromising in terms yeah. of just making that one hit record or whatever. It's like, you know, Nas was always very resistant to that. Obviously, I have big hits and stuff, but right. is that, you know, because that's kind of, I see the integrity of what you're building, that you're trying to build a long-term brand and you're not necessarily interested in having this one blowout viral yeah, moment in the short term. Yeah, I ain't for that. I feel like I would have burnt out by now. You know what I mean? Like, that's dope for those that do that, but I want to create something. Well, I feel like I've been creating something that's going to live, that's going to outlive me. You know what I mean? Like, my everybody. Like, I want something that's going to be around. You know what I mean? So, and I know that comes with a certain type of music that comes with creating a certain type of fan base that um, just supports you. You know what I mean? Regardless of the fact they're not jumping from artist to artist. Like, they may be... Davy, I feel like a, the a, the diehard Davies fan is fan of, is is also fans of other people, but they gonna rock with me. You know what I mean? Regardless of what I put out musically, if I'm acting, they gonna go watch it. Like they just didn't invested in me as a person um, more than the music. You know what I mean? Do you have you always been concerned about that sort of King in New York conversation? Because it's it's over the years, I feel like it's kind of like an opt in thing. Like you yeah. you can put yourself in that conversation. Or you can not. And that's always like a decision as a rapper because that's always been such a big conversation in New York. Right. But a lot of people are like, like I'm a big Bronson fan. Right. And I always thought it was interesting that he never even tried to go yeah, near keep, that. Yeah, keep me out of that that kind of <laughs> I ain't no king in New York. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I feel like, you know, Jay-Z and I are still out here breathing. So there's nobody on earth that could, you know, say that. Like that's from New York right now. That and with them alive, Jadakiss is still out here breathing. Styles still out here breathing. Like DMX is still. You know what I mean, like there's a lot of people that's still kicking and moving. So I don't feel like that's a title that you get yourself. You know what I mean? I feel like that's something if the, if the city say that, or if that's what people saying. You know, that's what they saying. I mean, that's a good attitude. There's definitely a lot of people who throw themselves in that, though. Like, I feel like T.I., like, the main plot line with him early on was, like, this is the new young dude who's saying he's the king of the South, and that sort of, like, defined right. who he was. It's like, right. oh, he's cocky enough to say that? And say it sort it. of makes everybody consider you in a different light. Right. I you, like I said, I remember my music and the, the moves I make speak. I don't, I'm not the type that's going to be out here, like, yeah, I'm the king of New York. I'm the king, like... Because I, I personally don't feel like I didn't put in enough work to even to even wear that. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't been in it that long. You got dudes come out one, two years, and they, they jacking the king from somewhere. So I, that's, it's keeping me out that convo. Mm, for sure. Do you uh, – it's, it's weird, though, because it's like you're one of the biggest artists out of New York right now. Right. And it's like that – when you're in New York – I mean, you're in that bubble, and it feels like New York is it, and nothing else matters outside of here. Like, so right. you can very much see why, you know, a lot of New York hip hop sounds so New York and shit like that. And it's just, it's it's kind of like, have you ever considered, like, w would you ever have been happy with the idea of just being like one of the dopest rappers in New York, or did you always have loftier goals? Nah, I always wanted to, um, you know, expand beyond the city. I feel like that would, uh, I ain't want to be put in a box, 
You know what I mean? I didn't want to be like, oh, he's a he's just a New York artist, or he's just a. I wanted to just be my name, like, oh, that's Dave East, like, you know what I mean? I didn't want no, oh, that's the New York dude, like. I feel like I, you know, you know that anyway, you know what I mean? So, me moving around and working with this one, that one, being in L.A., kicking it with these dudes, being here, there, like, that was I did that on purpose because, for one, I actually had relationships with these people outside of my own city, you know what I mean, where I could go pull up on them in they hood, stuff like that. But um, I wanted people to feel me everywhere. It don't feel good when you when you sell out a show in New York and then you come to L.A. and there's nobody mm. at the show, like, you know what I mean? So... That's what it. That's what it show you. A lot of artists, like you just were saying, they do got New York on tilt, but they can't step out the city. You know what I mean? And once they get out of that, there's nobody knowing. And that was a, a big fear of mine because I was always traveling, always running around, and I seen it. I could see the dudes that music you only heard in New York, and you didn't hear it nowhere else, no other club. You know what I mean? Then you got artists that that's everywhere. So I wanted to be one of them. Mm. Yeah, because when I think about it, like because I lived in New York 2004 to 2010, and there's so much shit that I don't know shit about rap-wise because it happened outside of New York during that time period. Like, when I'm having conversations about even somebody like YG, it's like I missed out on the early part of his career because I was only paying attention to Dipset and G-Unit and whatever was coming after that in New York and shit. And it was really only towards, like, 2010 where I started to, like, listen to a lot more, you know, Atlanta or L.A., whatever. And, like... I don't know. Do you remember when you sort of became aware of the fact that to be a New York rapper was sort of like putting you in a different category than a lot of the other dudes on the game? Um, I, you know what it was? I think it was uh, when I first started doing them freestyles, like Flex, Clue. Like when I first started doing them, I had people telling me that, like, um, you know, you know, being on that platform like that, rapping like that, you know. You gotta come with some songs. You're gonna have to come with some records because if not, you're gonna be a, a, a freestyler. They're gonna think you just a, you know? And I had people in my ear telling me that. So I said, damn, I really locked in in the studio and tried to, you know, just start to create projects, different tapes that people could live with. And I could show yo, I'm not to put a song together. I'm not just a, yo, put a beat on it. I ain't, you know what I mean? I could do more than that. But uh, yeah, early. That was probably like right around, right before Nas me. I was I was having them talks with people, you know telling me, like, I see you on Flex, I see you doing that. Because I would go up to the radio on a regular. Like, I kept going up there just rapping, rapping, rapping. And it was getting my buzz hot in the streets, you know what I'm saying? But as far as, like, a, a, a broader scale, like people in Atlanta, VA, or like, every Florida, Cali, like, I had to start dropping them projects that had music that people could relate to and songs that... um made people take me more serious. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, nah, he really can make records. He really could put songs together. He got this one with this one. He working with this person. Like, So I, I, I wanted to take myself out of that box quick. Like, all right, yeah, I do this, but then I, I got this too. You, you came I mean? so close to, like, generation, generationally that you could have been on, like, a 106 in Park uh, battle. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. You, kind of, you missed out on that wave, though. Probably, yeah. That was kind of rough. That was right before me. I remember, like, when at the height of, like, Dipset shit, that, like, Hellrell had done that, like, a few years before. He was, like, because once you were Dipset, it was, like, you couldn't even imagine a Dipset rapper going and doing that shit. All right. But, he, like, he had the old footage of him doing that shit, and it was just, like, crazy for us to be, like, damn, he was right. just, like, a regular non-Dipset rapper at some point. Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. 
carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. But I know, you know, I never was into the... I loved the battle, but I never was no, like, no battle dude, so I, I, I probably would have curved that whole... You, you never thought about going there with it? Nah, I ain't really. I, I used to like to watch watch it. What was what was my man uh, Shahid, the poster boy? I used to shout out to him. I used to watch him on it, but I ain't. Um, I wasn't in a battling. Like I used to want to really like, you know. I was like I said, I'm fans of Nas and Jay Z. These type of people that, um, you know, they they track they track record is crazy as far as just they, the content they put in in music. So I was more focused on that. Like, what's my story gonna be? You know what I mean, yeah, I seen a tweet from a girl the other day. She was like, "Dudes will really have you over their house and then just start watching rap battles." Yeah, but <laughs> and I'm like, I've done that to girls. Big for fan sure. of that, though. Shouts to all of them. Murder Mo, Loaded Lux, all of them. I, you know, I grew up watching that. But like, so. it puts you in a certain box. Yeah, I just didn't want to. You know, I I always wanted to. Um, like I said, I don't. I want to be able to do anything. You know what I mean? If Justin Bieber reach out, I want people to be able to. Say, oh yeah, he's got a song with Justin Bieber. Like you know what I mean? I don't want to just be hot in the five boroughs of New York City or just hot in a in a in a in a URL type of situation. I wanna be hot everywhere, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well where everybody can relate to what I'm talking about. But do you feel like the like, I feel like you're kind of a representation, like with you getting into acting early in your career, it kind of makes me think of like, I'm gonna bring Bronson up again, where there's like a sort of new model of what you could be as a rapper where it's like maybe like the old model is get signed by a record label. That label tries to turn you into a person who can go platinum and sell a fucking million records. And mm -hmm. if you don't get that, then you stay on the shelf. Right. Now it's more like, okay, you could be somebody like a Davies or a Bronson who has just really respectable hardcore content, maintains like a long-term fan base, but then is able to take their brand name and do the acting thing. Do stuff. He did the show. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing is, is in, in a way, that seems like a much more like stable, long-term yeah, thing. You know what it is? Because... At the drop of a dime, you got you got your core fan base that you created with your music. So I could always go do that. You know what I mean? So why not venture off into other things to just, you know, expand my own brand, expand my name? It just it just make more sense to me. You know what I mean? And it 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 creates fans from different lanes. You know what I mean? Like the rap, it it, it brought the hood. You know what I mean? Like people when I when I popped with the rapper, the hood came, you know what I mean? The acting brought the, the women. You know what I mean? They brought the, the the kids, like you know what I mean. The the older lady that would have walked right by me, she stopped me, she noticed me, like. So it's just you know it's expanding everything, you know and I mean just me jumping into these different lanes, is making um me more of a household name, you know what I mean. And that was the goal from the jump. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting because like Exhibit did pimp my ride. Right. Because he acknowledged that his career basically wasn't working. Like, he wasn't selling the amount of music that he was supposed to, blah, blah, blah. So that right. was, like, what he went to. Mm -hmm. And the old, like, rap logic was, like, you don't do the acting thing because it'll make it so people can't take you serious as a rapper. Mm -hmm. But it feels like with the brand that you're building overall, that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. Nah, I, um, I, I feel like, because I watch so many people do it. I watch, I watch Meth do it. And I mean, the dude I'm actually portraying, I watched him do it early. Dude, that's true. He did you know it very I mean? early, like, yeah. Nas was in Belly. All of them, that was early early like they all dmx was the star of that film and he, that's when dmx was hot on fire you know mm. what i mean so dmx jumped right into the acting like when tupac was top of the charts he was doing movies like it, it just depend on the person you know what i mean if they if, if you already got people that didn't 
that believes in your music and you didn't, you got that. You know what I mean? That ain't going nowhere. Actually, you're right. Yeah, that, if you're playing a cool motherfucker in a movie or whatever, yeah. then it doesn't seem like it, a problem. Can't be no cool. You can't, probably just can't be no cool. You know, don't be no cornball, man. You know what I mean? Super Look. gangster rapper, but he gets to the point in his career where it's like, oh, why not play a cop? But could you, you know do that I mean? at this point in your career? Could you go be a cop on some cop. show? I could play a cop on a show. Right. I could do that. You yeah. Know what I mean, just because it's, it's acting at the end of the day. You know right. what I mean? And that's just, a, I feel like that's something nobody would uh, think of me as. Like, he's a police. Like, you know what I mean? So, I, yeah, I do that on a, on a show. Mm. I do that. Yeah, I could see that working. That would be a, that would be a good one. I could do that. Yeah. Cool ass cop. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start coming out to LA and like making connections out here and shit? Because it seems like you've got you know yeah. a, a wide rolodex of right. people that fuck with you out here that you have relationships with. Um, I would say my first first time coming to LA was maybe 2010, something like that. Mm. 10, 11, and then I start coming back heavy like 13, 14. So since then. I've been back and forth, back and forth. You, know you knew people out here when you first started coming out here, or would you just come out here on some like I'm gonna just meet people and uh, make something happen? I knew a few people before when I first came out here. I knew a couple people, and then that just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. And then me and Nip linked up, and then I met all the people he know. And what year was that? I met Nip in maybe um, I want to say 2014. Okay, where was that at? Yeah, in his parking lot. You, so you went. Yeah, I met him in the park. Back then, before. Yeah. Now everybody goes there. But mm -hmm. you were there back Fat, then. Rest in peace, Fats. Fats was in the store. When I went, Nip wasn't even there yet. He called me. He said, I'm in, I'm in traffic, cuz. I'll be there in a minute. That's the first time I met him, right in that parking lot. Really? Or, and then you guys just stayed in touch and made music together. We just, yeah, we just... You know how sometimes you link with people and you just, like, catch that vibe? Like, beyond what y'all actually do. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was cool, man. Nip was super cool. Right. Yeah, I mean, Nip is a good example, honestly, of just building that sort of long-term brand name as well. Like his, It's going to live forever. He built things that were bigger than the music, and the music only yeah. helped support that. The music, he showed me the blueprint. Like, a lot of a lot of these dudes I, I watch, but it'd be hard to, um, to, to follow it because, like you just were saying, it'd be the older model. So, like, the way Nas did it, I can't do. Like, like I, that was a different era, you know what I mean? So... For this era and for the way things is moving, Nip laid the, he laid it down. He showed how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Be your own brand. Create something that's going to support everything else you're doing. You know what I mean? So his clothes was in his videos. You know what I mean? His music, everything, everything like was his brand. He, he knew how to work every everything, and it was all for him. Hmm. And um, it's something that's going to live forever. It's you know like, what I mean? There's a lot to be said for being like the... Definite, the definitive representation of an area and just being like a cool motherfucker from that area and nip very much like for the past generation sort of represents what it is to be like a cool ass motivated rapper slash businessman and like you you very much have like a similar vibe for sort of like this is what like an uptown New York City right. dude is like right now right. you know we have a lot of examples from prior generations but you kind of sort of summarize that to a lot of people and that's sort of when we talk about this new model of a career that's like kind of what it's intent on is like building you up as like the definitive right version of that that's a fact um so in in terms of accepting the method man role was do you always knew that that was what you were applying for like it was never considered that you might be one of the other members no nah, it was meth from, okay yeah, it was meth off the rip and yeah. and did that just like, what was it about him in general? Is it sort of the fact that you maybe have some kind of resemblance to him, or, or was it just 
I that think, you're a fan? I think that played into the, the casting of it. They, that's what they was telling me, that I resembled them, you know what I mean? But uh, I always was a fan of meth, you know what I mean? And, and what's crazy, I did. I just did a film called Beats. Mm. Um, it was on Netflix with uh, Anthony Anderson's in it, Dreezy's in it, a couple different people. But uh, Chris Robinson directed that joint, and then he directed the uh, the first episode for Wu Tang for, mm. the, for the American Saga on Hulu. So he called me. He said, "You wanna uh, you wanna be Method Man?" Just it was like just like that. And I said, "Hell yeah!" I went. I had to audition two times. Went did the auditions, killed those, got the role, and then um, Eve. I, I, I can't remember exactly if I reached out to Meth or he reached out to me. But I went to Staten Island before we started filming and just vibed with Meth. He was just out there? Yeah. He, he, does he stay out there some significant I mean, percentage of the time? I, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> he was just there I, I, for the I, day? I, I don't or? know where Meth lives, <laughs> you know? But uh, he was. We, we linked up in Staten Island, where he's from, you know what I mean? And uh, we went over the script, uh, smoked, vibed, just chopped it up, you know what I mean? So you were on the ferry? And I drove out there. Oh, okay. I don't do the ferry. I don't do the ferry. Don't do the ferry. <laughs> See, I don't know if I, I ever do, drove to Staten Island. I ain't do the ferry as a kid. I ain't doing this shit now. <laughs> no, the ferry is lit because the ferry used to be my default. Like, if I had a girl in town, right. I'd be like, let's go to the, I'm going to show you the Statue of Liberty. Right. And that ferry is free. So oh, you that, do a good scene. We ain't, I, nah. That uh, kills like an hour the, plus. We're we doing the hood. Chicken, chicken spot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, but you got girls visiting from out of town. Shit, that, that's cool. Though. Like, when you're a rapper, you don't really have to take girls on some weird shit. <laughs> to fill the day doing some sightseeing shit. Sightseeing. I ain't never took a chick sightseeing, man. Not in New York. Worse. Like, I'm going to show you Times Square. And to me, it's like literally the most boring thing on earth. Like, there's the Sparrows, you the so Hard annoyed. Rock Cafe. I'd be so annoyed. Like, I'm really walking through Times Square with her right now. Man, that's such a rapper thing that you never really had to show a girl a good time. You just get to just And just you know what? Over. Staten Island was always mad far to me. Like, we used to meet. Oh, yeah. We would meet girls. Like, on the deuce, like, I'd be down there and meet chicks from Staten Island and would never go out there. Mm. And I mean, if they wasn't coming to Manhattan or coming to Queens, like, never see you again. Staten Island is, like, the most underdog borough for sure. Like, they're probably, literally everybody who's hearing this who's from Staten Island is thinking, like, wow, I can't believe they're talking about Staten Island this much. Nah, I ain't gonna front. I had a good time out there filming, and we was in the hood. Like, that was my first time. Man, we was actually in, they, in Park Hill. Mm. We was actually in Stapleton. Like, we was in their projects, so... That's what made it even doper. Like, it wasn't like a green screen or a, a fake set. Like, they really had us in the buildings where they where they was from, you know what I mean? So that just made it doper. The, the people that was from there was outside watching, showing love. So that was love. Do you Shout, feel, shouts to Staten Island. Or, when you look at the current generation, though, do you feel, like, at all, you know, not happy with the fact that it feels like young the younger generation is really not that knowledgeable about the hip-hop legends any of that you know because uh, like when i think about the kids in staten island i'm just wondering i'm like i wonder to what extent they really have listened to wu-tang and understand now the kids now right? yeah yeah uh, i feel like you know it's, it's the times man you know the, the 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 music moves and you got kids being people people being born every day you know what i mean so you got those that uh a saluted forever and stand on it and know what it represented and know what it did, but you got those that don't know nothing about it and don't care nothing about it. It's, mm. it's, it's almost the equivalent of my mother or father trying to tell me about an artist in the 60s. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That was like probably that, that was hot in the 60s. Like and and you, that, you could probably hear the songs and totally be like, yo, that's a dope song, that's dope but, song but you don't know about that. I life. don't know nothing no. about nothing. It don't move me. It don't, I don't care because that was way before. 
anything I know, you know what I mean? So I understand the youth, you know what I mean, as far as that goes, but if you from any part of them eras, you know what I mean, that time, you're supposed to salute mm. salute that. You know you know what they did. Yeah, it's crazy, too, because like there are projects from that time period that it's like nowadays everything is just dropping, like, you know, your project is out, but there'll be right. some new project, even for, you know, people that like that type of music and stuff, you know, give it a couple of weeks, there'll be some new album out that people will be talking about like crazy, and it just feels like that's why we have to be so obsessed with Illmatic and yeah. Reasonable Doubt and all these things is because we've listened to those projects hundreds and hundreds of times, and there probably might never be another project that we really listen to that much, especially with the way we listen to music now, yeah, where right. it's not really like a strong reason to listen to the whole project the way through. And I realized that the fact that I still do that, mm -hmm. that I don't, like it would be very foreign to me to put on the Davis, Davies Essentials. Right. I always go to play right. the album because right. I want to hear where you were at during that period of time. And that's why, honestly, that's why I did the type of album I did because I know it's people that do that. You know, I don't, I don't just conform to what's going on now or the trendy, like, you know what I mean? Like, all these playlists, I don't knock them because it's dope, but when I give you my body of work, I want you to go play that, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, go sit with that. Same way you would have went and sat with a Jay-Z album or a Nas album, like, I feel like that's lost. Like, nobody do that no more. You might go to, uh, get somebody album and whatever singles they dropped off it, you go straight to them. Then you might check out other songs or know if you, or if you see somebody playing it on the on the Instagram story. What's that? That's when that out? Oh yeah, let me go check that out now. Like, but nobody is pressing play on the intro, sitting back, getting in the car, smoking up and doing whatever they're doing and letting it rock. And I mean, but I know there are a few people out here that still appreciate that. You know what I mean? So that's why I wanted to do my project. And something that was going to knock from intro to outro. Ultimately, like that's the goal is to like make a project that's so cohesive that right. even the fans who are used to just listening to shit on YouTube or whatever will come to it and be able to really appreciate they still that. Wanna, yep, that's a fact. Yeah, that's a snapple fact. Um, so yeah, like that's kind of the interesting thing about your album is I feel like it's very much like a coming of age type story in the beginning where it feels like you're, you know, you're on your way to school is one of the songs and mm -hmm. you're really kind of like laying out your background. And then towards the end of the tape though, it gets more relaxed where it feels like you're just doing a lot of different collabs with different people and stuff. Like mm -hmm. you got fucking Gunna and baby and features with all them and stuff. Like mm -hmm. where does that come from? Do you have a desire to try to like prove yourself next to like the top most talked about rappers in the world right now? Or is that just a, a Nah, Personal connections, yeah, it was more of that, and it was just more of a, uh, more of a, um, just the shift in the, the the production, the way I wanted it to go. I didn't want it to be, um, and just totally personal. You know what I mean? Like all the way, just me, like me, 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 me. me. I didn't want to do it like that. You know what I mean? So I wanted to um, have some fun on there a little bit as well, because I, I feel like my album is my personality. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm very serious. You know what I mean? That I'm I joke all day long. Like I'm you know what I mean? I'm 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 a bunch of different ways. So I wanted to show that. You know what I mean? That's why I got the record like for my daughter, the record for my mom's. Like I just wanted to show like my inner my you know, just my inner core and not just what people see on the outside or what they see on Instagram. I wanted to talk more about me as a person. So those records like the gunner record, that was <clears throat> the gunner record, that's my man. You know what I mean? Like me and Gunner got a few other joints, but we locked in, uh, and I just I like the bounce to that. I was like, you know what, this a this could fit with the with the the other production on my album. You know what I mean? The little baby record is the first record I recorded for the album. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Night shift. I did that. Um, went to last year around this time last year, 
And um, that that just came from me remembering trapping. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, outside, late night, spooked out, not knowing who coming around the block in the building. Like, you know what I mean? So that's what me, I'm talking about on that. And I heard Lil Baby voice on it before I even sent it to him. Like, I hear him on this joint. And, um, you know, I want to tap into their fans as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of times I want to, I already be tapped into their fans. A lot of their fans be tapped into me. So a lot of times I'll be like, all right, let me put this together. You know what I mean? Because I'll see that I, or I'll hear that. Like, I'll be in Atlanta. People be like, you and Lil Baby need to put something together. You and Gunna. You know what I mean? So when I hear that, I'll be like, all right, let me see how that works. Mm. And then if it, if it come out to something dope, you know, we gonna, we run with it. No, yeah, that's dope. Because it's like, in this day and age, like, doing collabs and shit is just massive. Like, that, yeah. that's just a huge thing that's, like, fueling people's plays and shit. It's a huge way to get people to listen to you, shit like that. But do you, do you feel like that ever, like, takes away from sort of, like, the cohesive project that you're building by just sort of, like, being, like, like is there a big part of you that wants to, like, commit to, like, one style of production for a whole project? Or is or do you consider it a compromise to have those other sounds on there? Uh... In the back of my mind, I, I I feel like I want to, but it's only gonna uh attract certain like certain people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's going back to like that box I was talking about. You know mm. what I mean? So I definitely there's a few producers that I'll be wanting to like, yo, let's just lock in. Just me and you. I mean, and let's do 10, 15 joints, whatever. But um I like them different sounds. You know what I mean? I like the that the boom bap and then the club shit, then the then the then the smooth shit, then the R and B. Like I like to be able to, you know, I feel like albums should be a a, a mood. You know what I mean? And you don't want to stay in one mood. You don't want to. I don't want. I don't just want you like this. The whole album. You know what I mean? Right. I, I want a few different. You know what I mean? Where you could vibe a little. You could you could vibe different. So, um, that that's why I'll I'll, I'll reach out to different producers or I work with. DJ Premier, then I'll go get with Murder Beats. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I'll do total op. I'll have Nas, and I'll have Gunner. Like, you know what I mean? Like, have total opposite people or sounds or waves or errors and try to, you know, balance it out. You know you what I mean? You listening to the Gangster album yet? Nah, you know what's crazy, you though? I, 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 I actually sorry. have it on my phone. I wanna, uh, I'm want i a big fan of Guru, big fan of Primo. You know what I mean? So uh, definitely got to check that out. Yeah. Like, I might knock that on my flight back. I feel know? guilty that I haven't heard it yet. Right. Yeah. Or, what was... Uh, what was the relationship with Max B before he went in, and how did that collab come about? Uh, before he went in, uh, I used to just be in Jim's studio. Like, before I was a rapper, I used to have mad, just mad butt on me, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, shouts to my bro, Big Bully. You know Selling I mean? weed in New York is Bully scary shit. Right? <laughs> Maybe not anymore, but... Was, oh, nah, it's like, cool. It's cool, man. I know. I'm in... We were just in Williamsburg, and I'm just walking around smoking blunts, and I'm just like, this is insane. Right. It I'm, talk I'm, like I'm talking about Hayes days, like, mm -hmm. the Hayes, when the Hayes was out. You had I the just, Yeah, I, I was just being Jim Stool, and... Uh, I, that's how I would see Max, you know what I'm saying? And then that that whole thing went the way it went. But after he got locked up, uh, me and his brother stayed in contact. I'm in Top Black, uh, through a few of my other homies from Uptown, A5 and all that. But um, Max was just, you know, he would, he would call. And maybe six months going to touch doing that record, we just was in contact, you know what I mean? We'd be talking. He was just telling me, like, how I'm putting on for the town. Um, telling me he about to get out soon, mm. you know what I mean? You know, just talking this shit. Max a funny nigga. But uh, he told me he had a record for me. I'm like, yeah, I got you, no doubt. And then I said, I got one for you. You know what I mean? Send it to him. It just took a while. I don't know how he records it. Yeah, how I'm the like, fuck did you record it? I have no idea. I ain't even, <laughs> even asked him. I'm like, you know what? You said you're going to send it, send it. I'm like, listening to it, and he's saying Dave. And I'm like, 
You talking about Ducey all kind I had of the shit? The Ducey too. I'm like, there wasn't no Ducey <laughs> when you were on the streets, bro. <laughs> Free Max, man. That that shouts to Mike Cuz, my engineer, because he made that shit sound like he was right in the, in the booth with right. me. You know what I mean? That's crazy because like uh X's mom played me like a fucking vibes you could hartel verse that he did from prison that sounded amazing. And I was like, man, like how American they, rappers never get that. How they doing? Yeah, Max is recording. But Jamaica, I'm sure, you know, in Jamaica, you can you can yeah. bend the rules a yeah. little bit more if you got some cash, I'm right. assuming. Right. But apparently Max B is living the good life. Max is he, he got he got joints. It's kind of crazy on that song too, because you're sort of you're doing like the Max B type hook, because yeah, you didn't have yeah. the hook, you just got the verse, so right. you had to kind of fill his spot a little I just bit. Had, right? I'm like, you know what? He ain't doing the hook. Let me try to yeah. show you on the big G. I just tried to, you know, a little because I was a, like I said, I was a fan of that whole that whole era, that whole wave. You so know you were saying? right there. You saw him blowing up, and then I saw see, it just abruptly I seen all, I seen implode. All that. I seen all. That. I remember when he came when he first. Got out and got hot with, with, and was running around with you. I remember all of that. Mm. You know what I mean? But I feel like you know Max is a uh, he just brought a he brought a dope wave of music. You know what I mean? Coming from home, he brought a dope wave of music that it, it, it been living. You mm. know what I mean? So I just wanted to you know recreate that. Most of the people that I work with, if not all of them, I'm, I'm fans of them. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm not just doing a feature or just getting them on it because I feel like. Oh, everybody gonna like this. Like, you know what I mean? I gotta be a fan of the music. You, you didn't make. have to choose sides between Max B and Jim Jones at any point? Nah, that that, that had nothing to do with me. Okay. I wasn't. You I'm, stayed I out was, of that? Yeah, I was well, I'm way younger than them. But you, I, ain't, I ain't had nothing to do with When that. Max gets out, is that all squash, you think? I don't know. I don't, you know, mm -hmm. I don't. I, I feel like, uh, you know, Jim doing his thing. Jim all the way rocking and rolling. I mean, shouts to Capo, but I don't, I don't think that. It, it it should be no real, real problem. Like, you know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't, I don't have nothing to do with it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But I'm I don't have to pick no side. Like, you know what I mean? I'm I'm cool with Max. I'm cool with Jim. I knew Jim longer, you know what I mean? But I don't have no problem with either one of them. But it's gonna be crazy when Max gets out because it's like will the audience embrace him because it has been like fucking damn near ten years. I've been a while, right? But you know what I learned, man? Real real shit don't go away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like like Bobby and them about to come out. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Bobby and Rowdy, they about to get out, and they gonna be rocking. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, if if it's all about the effect you cause or you create during your time in that light, you know what I mean? If while you in that light, you did your thing, you can always you can come back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like you can come back. The you Bobby shit. You can't do no corny shit, but you could come back. I don't know why the Bobby shit feels so much fresher than the Max shit. I guess because he was just super young when he got locked up. Yeah. But that's that's gonna be a wild thing too. Yeah, they're going to they gonna go up. I, I, I speak to Rowdy. Me and Rowdy in contact. Right. Yeah, they're going to go up. That's going to be that's gonna be huge for New York. They're both coming back. And, like, and there's so many other artists right now rocking from Brooklyn. Since mm -hmm. they since they went away, a lot of, I feel like they uh they brought a lot of attention to Brooklyn. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And there's a lot of artists going crazy right now from Brooklyn. I'm worried about these Brooklyn rappers, though, because I'm not even going to say the names, but I've seen a rapper who's popping out of New York get the dog shit beat out of him by some other rappers from Brooklyn, and then they put it as the intro for their fucking music video. Well, I didn't see that. And I'm like, bro, what do you think is gonna happen? Like, the cops, like, Brooklyn cops clearly don't have a problem with putting anybody claiming to be in a gang behind bars right now. Yeah, yeah I ain't see that. You gotta, you gotta watch the gang talk in New York. Yeah, you worry <laughs> about, like, the, the youth when you look at all the gangs and the crazy-ass shit happened with the young kids in New York? Like, do you think that in any way it's gotten worse than when you were young? Uh nah, it's it's it's, it's it it's, uh it recycles. You know what I mean? It's just different drugs, different clothes, uh different lingo. Mm. But it was you know when I was a kid, I was coming right after crack. You know what I mean? That was insane. You know what I mean? So now it's like uh it's more about 
um, the, the the clout, the fame, the the, the the being lit. You know what I mean? That's the word for it. Who want to be? Everybody want to be lit. You know what I mean? So mm. people do whatever to be lit. You know what I mean? Or the or the or the for the people to think that they lit. You know what I mean? So I feel like uh, that that's something that's been going down forever. Like that ain't nothing new. But that's I feel like that's the the, the biggest disease right now being mm. lit. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, in a different world people would be getting jumped over gang shit and we just wouldn't even know about it or we definitely wouldn't have videos of it going around online. Yeah, anybody got a phone now. If so you're man. a criminal and you want to jump somebody and whatever, not get in trouble for it, <laughs> you can just not put it online. But that's not even like <laughs> an option to these kids. Nah, because they got, you know, they, they we, live in a, we live in a society, man, where people want to embarrass you. Mm. You know what I mean? Like back in the day, somebody, you, you call somebody to park, y'all get it on. And that was between y'all. Whoever was there seen it. It wasn't about it's just a story you know around the neighborhood. Yeah, it's about oh yeah, they got it. You know what I mean, such and such beat. You know what I mean? But now, nah, everybody got to, mm -hmm. everybody got to get footage of it. You know what I mean? And it's like uh, that's to me that's corny. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, soon as it get real, everybody going to jail. Mm -hmm. Well, even if you recorded it, you going to. You know what I mean, you you accessory <laughs> to the shit. So uh, I feel like the the old school was a lot more uh, private. And and uh, I talk to my pops about this all the time. Like, he'll see me. I'll be in the crib. Me and Mike just be talking. And I'll be like, look, pop. And I'll be recording. Mike, man, get that camera on my face, man. Like, he just don't like it. You know what I mean? Because it's, 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 they, they come from a pro that That era was real private. You know what I mean? It wasn't about everybody being in their business or, you know, just just talking. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now the world is just, you know what I mean? There's headlines everywhere. There's all these blog sites. None of that shit existed. TMZ, all none of that shit existed. And now you're super wrapped up in it because you couldn't fucking fart in the hallway Man. without a post on a blog about Davies it. Davies just farted. <laughs> that shit will be. That shit gonna go viral. I mean, how, how does that affect you from like a mental state, especially you as being like a real person who's really just like out in the streets and really right. around people and shit, and you right. gotta just feel like you're constantly at risk of just having somebody say something crazy about you? It's corny, you know. what I mean, I gotta you know watch my every move. My dudes gotta be on point. Cause you don't, I don't know nobody intentions, you know what I mean? And that, that I guess that just come with, you know, the popularity or the fame or whatever you want to call it. But you don't know people intentions, you know what I mean? Females, dudes, like if you don't know them, I, I always say if I met you now, I I, it's hard to trust you, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Unless you like an accountant or something and that, you know what I mean? But if you, I'm just meeting you right now and you and you telling me you love me or I, I can't trust it. If it's you funny. meet somebody right now and you're doing business together, there's a reason for you to be working together and then you develop a friendship over that, then that makes that's, sense. That's different. That's right. different. But if you meet somebody and they're on zero, it's kind of hard for you to think that they don't have some kind of alternative what's, what's, uh, exactly. motivation because it's like, I'm a lick to you. Exactly. Like, I could change your whole life by just giving you a job or helping you out or whatever. And you just can't. Just by you running around with me, right? Yeah. And you That's feel kind of shocked when you meet somebody that you don't get that vibe with. Right. You know? Right. It throw you off when you when you meet somebody that is genuine, mm -hmm. somebody that don't care about what you have or you know what I mean? So that um, you start checking yourself like, am I bugging by just kicking with this random person? Right. Yeah, that's real. That's real. But I feel like you know what it is. Um, like I, I tell people all the time, I don't need no, I don't need no hitters. I don't need no no goons. I don't need none of that shit around me. Like you know what I mean? Like because all that is is a, is, is going to create a problem. Like if somebody telling you that's what they coming around for. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be your goon. Like anybody front here, I'm a, it's on me. I'm a, I'm gonna do it. Like. 
I don't need you. I'm trying to get. The, I want the girls around me. Mm. I want the, the dudes that's making apps and shit. That's mm. producers. The people that's trying to make money. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need the goonery. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you 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 coming with a problem. Mm. Before a problem is even created, you come. You looking for it. That's what you coming around for. So, but it, does it feel fundamentally different rolling around in New York versus rolling around in L.A.? Where when you're in L.A., it's like you can have a guy with a legal gun on him, and it's just whatever. It's like that's just normal precaution for most rappers. And in right. New York, it's very much it's a different vibe because yeah. you don't feel like everybody's got guns, but you also can't just have somebody with it on them like it's nothing. That's the that's the thing about New York. They they. People that I feel like that's the biggest uh, misconception with New York because of the gun laws. Right, there's still they, they, a whole they, lot they, of guns. <laughs> they, yeah, they think ain't nobody got no guns in New York. Like right. you know what I mean? Just because oh no, you, if you get caught with the, a lot of people don't care. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like a lot of people know how to move with it. You know, but what I mean? somebody so, like you is smart. Like for the most part, that you, you know, that's a big risk. Like yeah, having they, somebody in the SUV with a gun yeah, when you're they, in New York. Um, you know, I I, I get. It's for, you know, they, they know me in, in New York City, the police, you know what I mean? So I definitely can't uh, ever be that dumb, you mm -hmm. know what I mean, to be ways on me. You know right. what I mean? I don't move like that. But at the end of the day, it's definitely a difference in being in the town and being anywhere else. Anywhere else would feel like it's just, you just free to roam, you right. know what I mean? But got to be a lot smaller in New York. And like I said, that's where I'm from. So the the police know how we kind of move as far as the clubs where we be at oh you got to post everything you're doing online mm -hmm. so they there you know what I mean they there they they following you they, they you know what I mean they gonna meet you at the club you, you have a, do you feel like you have a good relationship with the cops or you think they're out to get you nah we we I don't have no problems with them mm -hmm. I, I don't feel like I incite no riots you mm -hmm. know what I mean I don't I don't uh, nah we ain't got no problems I, I had problems back in the day but I, we good they, right. I feel like the police that that personally do know me. Salute what I'm doing. You right. know what I mean? So ain't no issue. There's a lot of younger people. They could see a guy who's clearly trying to live a good life. You know, a lot of the dudes who get I'm out in, the way. in trouble I'm... with the cops, it's like they're acting all crazy, doing all kinds of yeah. shit in their videos. It's kind of like you you can see how they become a target. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I feel like you, you know, they, they bother you if, if you bothering them. Mm. You know what I mean? If you doing you and you staying out the way and you, and you, um, you, you know, you, you got to move cautious because they watching anyway, you know what I mean? Like, especially if you're coming from a certain lifestyle, they already is a target on you, like, all right, let's see. It's like they waiting for you to slip, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So if you already know that, don't don't wave. It's like waving meat in front of a dog. Like, you know what I mean? Don't do that. They're going to come get you. They're going to come be at your shows. They're going to, you know what I mean? They're going to be on your block. You're going to be trying to do videos. They're going to pull up. Like, I try to do all type of things to avoid that, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Where they ain't even coming around. I don't even see them unless I got to be out and about where they at, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, the thing with being a cop is that everybody's breaking the law all the time, at least a little bit. Everybody's right. speeding. Everybody's got some weed on them. Everybody's, right. you know, something. And right. it's like they could put as much light on you as they want. They could press you as much as they want. It's like a very underrated thing is to just try to fucking yeah. keep that relationship good and don't try and to make it, yourself it, hot. It also, what people don't understand is, you know, the, they they, they, they want to get famous too, a lot of them. Mm. So when they the one to, to book the rapper, you know what I mean? When they the one that, that catches that rapper that did bad, they name go up, mm. you know what I mean? So you got to watch for that too. Definitely. You know what I mean? And it's crazy, too, because it's like we've seen the impact of, well, we almost went the whole interview without talking about 6 9 but we've seen <laughs> what it's like when a rapper wants to make themselves such a topic of controversy and shit that the cops can't, like, the cops would have been so negligent if they weren't all over that shit. You know what I'm saying? They, you know? They're basically saying, come, you know, 
But you got to watch that two ways, you know what I mean? Sometimes people want that much attention, they might really want the police around. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> You'll never know. That's true, ain't it? Um, how'd you end up getting Snoop on the, the outro, the Nipsey song at the end of the album? Oh, uh, that's Unk, man. You know, me and Snoop got a got a real good relationship. Uh, Snoop showed me mad love uh, when I be coming to New York. Snoop came to my hood and all that. Like, mm. But uh, I I did the record and I told him. He, he was actually in New York filming something. He told me pull up. Uh, we was vibing, smoking. I was like, yo, I got a joint idea for Nip. You know what I mean? I'm just like, like basically like a letter to Nip. I don't even want you to rap on it, you know what I mean? Just vibe to it and tell me, uh, tell me what you think. And if you if you want to get on it, just you know, t- talk some shit to Nip, like you know what I mean? As he, he, he bodied it for me, you know what I mean? So that just, I feel like that closed the album, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I want that's how I wanted to end it, you know what I mean? I mean, being able to just hit Snoop up to talk some shit on your record is, and to have him just do it like it's nothing. Insane. Isn't that feel crazy that's when insane. you sort of take yourself out of the position <laughs> right. of where you're actually at? That's insane, or. That's crazy. Um, you keep just repeating it. If I could ask God for something, just give me back my homies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that just like something that you think about constantly about how everything you accomplish maybe doesn't mean as much because you don't get to share it with all these people you lost? Yeah, that's the that's the um, that's the only thing I would ask for. Like people, because I've lost people that's alive. You know what I mean? And they're not in jail or none of that. And I don't, I could care less. You know what I mean? Soft drugs and shit. No, or just, just people that you fell yeah, out with. I, yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. But. The, the people that died, that actually lost their life, you know what I mean? And the, li- the list is not that long, you know what I mean? But it's a, it's, it's, it's a few people that actually died in, in the process of me getting to where I'm at. And, um, yeah, that to me, that's that been my biggest loss because they was the ones that, like, you know, uh, the more lit I get, the more people invest in me, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? The more people cheer me on and, you know, they was invested when nobody knew me, like, you know what I mean? So... Like nobody knew me, so uh, to me it's just whack that they didn't get to see none of it, none of it. You know what I mean? Not not one piece of it. So that that's something I walk around with all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sort of weighs on you, like that you just didn't get to everything. I, share every, it. every time something goes up, like you know what I mean? Anything. Like I did the acting, I'm like, damn. You know what I mean? And the album come, I'm like, damn. Like these are all moments. You know what I mean? So I had my daughter. They, you know what I mean? They missed that. Like, you know what I mean? So I know I personally find it kind of overwhelming when I think about all the relationships, like real friendships I have with people that I sort of just neglect because I'm constantly doing shit and you're constantly meeting new people mm-hmm. and you end up being more likely to, you know, hit up somebody that you just met that you're a fan of or whatever rather than like talking to some guy from your, your area that you grew up around that and shit. Yeah. And that's sort of like its own pressure is that I'm sort of – you're in a position where it's impossible for you to maintain relationships with all of the different people that right. you respect and like a lot that you've met over the years, but mm-hmm. it's impossible. You it's can't impossible. be on the phone 100 hours. It's impossible. And the, and, and the sad part about it is they don't understand that. Mm. Majority of them, they don't get that. You know what I mean? Because they don't – like I tell people all the time, my contact list is way different than your contact list, like mm. to, to people back in the hood. You know what I mean? Like – my, I'm it's, I'm talking to a million people. I got a million people reaching out, talking to me, hitting me up, needing this, wanting me here. You know what I mean? Like, you waiting on my call. You know what I'm saying? Like, or you waiting for us to talk. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I don't know when that's going to happen. And the longer that don't happen, you start to feel away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I ain't feeling no way because I'm talking to this one, that one. I'm over here. I'm over there. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm going to get with him. You know what I mean? But... People don't understand that, man. Like, it's, it's about the life you create. And I wanted to be busy. You know what I mean? I'd much rather be busy than be, than be sitting back watching busy people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that to me, that's the biggest 
that that would kill me to have to sit back and watch people do their thing. And I and I'm just uh That's you know what, what motivates I mean? me is the realization that it's like I got a lot of opportunities right now, but realistically it might be a couple of years from now and I might be like wanting opportunities. I yeah. might be feeling like, God damn, like fucking I wish I had this opportunity to make some money that I had yeah. a couple of years ago. And that a lot of that shit you don't control. Like don't you don't control it. All you, all you, you control know. is what you do and, and you could work hard. You could go hard. You could focus up. All of that's in your control. You know what I mean? And I feel like the people that have done that, no matter how long they did it or you know what I mean, they they found some type of success from it. You couldn't have had this if you didn't focus up. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You wouldn't be doing interviews. You had to focus up. So it's the same with any craft. I feel like if you if you put that time to it or you dedicate, you sacrifice that little, you know what I mean, all them distractions, you'll you'll see some type of success. And people don't understand that. They rather watch, they rather see you get successful and, and then be mad at it or be wondering, well, why that's him and not me? You ain't did nothing. <laughs> you ain't did nothing to become successful, you know what I mean? So that's that's my outlook on that. Yeah, and you end up really appreciating the people that get it, that yeah. understand that it's like, you know, I just need you to be my friend and not try to get something out of me. You know, that like that is like the ultimate way to like respect this relationship. You don't, you don't, you don't understand. I didn't understand friendships until I became famous. Mm. And like what a friend means. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, as a kid, everybody your friend, you know. Because there's nothing get, that they can really gain from you. At all. That's just, you know, you move, you do, you got friends on this block, friends over there. Like, you know, once I... Once I touched some, and it was before I even touched money. It was just when my name was was out there, like, oh, that's Davies, that's Nas, and all. It's like, I got to see what friends were. Mm. You know what I mean? And over the, and since then, I really got to see, you know, who's a friend and who's not. Right. You know what I mean? Especially because, you know, have you have you gone through that problem where it feels like the people that you really want to have around you end up being motivated enough that there's no reason for them to really be around you because they got their own opportunities, they got their own money to be made, and then you sort of end up in a position where the people around you either work for you mm -hmm. or they just stop coming around. Or, or, or the people that want to come around are the people that are just straight up clout eating, whatever. Right, right. And, and you know what's crazy with me? I, I've watched that in, in different ways, you know what I mean? Like, shout out to my bro King Shooter. Like, he got his own deal now, he got his own shows. You know what I mean? He got his own wave of things going on. Like, and we used to be, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like together at any, he'd be sitting right here, you know what I mean? But he went, he got a deal. And it came from him watching exactly what I did. And he was like, all right, I ain't just gonna be around, bro. You know what I mean? And he was soaking up game, watching. He said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna apply this shit to my own life. And he, you know what I mean? He, he moving right now, you know what I mean? But I like them friends that come around because they, they got their own money to come around and they just wanna come, you know, they, they, your friend and that, then you, know you sort I mean? of start to become mo mostly friends with people that got money or that are successful that can, or that are kind of at your level you that, know that can do for themselves you know what i mean because after a while it's like okay you might not have you might can't move like a rapper mm. but that still doesn't make that still doesn't entitle me to doing stuff for you like you know what i mean like you're not my child you mm. know what i mean i feel entitled to two people on earth my mother and my daughter you know what i mean like mm. Other than that, we all grown men. I didn't, this just didn't fall out the sky and I just caught a bag of money and now I could do these things. Like, that didn't, that, that's not how it happened. I had to lock in for years mm. to be able to move the ring I move, you know what I mean? So, people gotta understand that, you know what I mean? If you can't understand it, it's all good. No love lost. Mm. I'm gonna keep it moving. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what do you what do you ride around listening to? Because the SUV's pulled up and back, and I heard your album blasting. So I'm like, yeah, okay, survive, we're knocking that survival right, yeah, right now. We're knocking that survival right now. That thing that thing is on repeat. 
I, you know what's dope? I, I, I finally made a body of work that I can knock all day long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, all my projects, I like it and I, I get over it quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like, ah, let me make something new. I've been playing survival since June. You know what I mean? Like, and I've been in love with it. Nas sound even better to me because I know it's out. Mm. You know what I mean? Word. When when Nas says on the project, like, basically that he was over picking up new artists mm-hmm. until he met you. Right. That's got to feel like an extra special honor that's associated with that, right? Yeah, that was real. And it just let me know, you know, the the uh, the, the the weight I got to carry, the, you know, the, the tradition that I got to keep 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 pushing, you know what I mean? The, the, I got to keep that moving for him to say that. I mean, I mean, he's seen something in me, you know what I mean, that uh, I might have didn't even see in myself. So it just make me like, oh, all right, nah, I got broke full support. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I gotta, it's it's it's, weird, it's it's corny as it sound, but you know I, I want him to I want him to be proud at the end of the day when he sit back. Mm-hmm. I know my moms and them is proud, but my mom and them don't understand no rap. You know what I mean? One thing with Nas that I really respect is the fact that he's made it to like much older in life. Or Snoop too, that they still smoke blunts. And yeah. it's like I've, sometimes I feel like dudes end up tapping out in their thirties mm-hmm. with blunts because they just the throat can't handle it or whatever. When right. I see Nas, that's like one thing I heard about him is just like man, Nas is. Blunted. Like, yeah, Nas loves weed. Nas will smoke with you. <laughs> Snoop definitely gonna smoke oh, with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, Nas, like, you know, he just sort of, yeah, he very much you can see it in his eyes. Like, damn, I wanna be on that level. I wanna be that high. Yeah, you cool, man. Nas <laughs> a cool dude. Super, super cool, man. Definitely. Uh, what else you got going on besides uh, the album, the show? Anything uh, else tour, we need to tell yeah, people about? Tour, man. Tour, tour. tour for survival, end of the month. This is my first time going to Europe. Uh, like on a on a run, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So that'd be dope. All of December, I'm Amsterdam, Paris, we all over there, uh, London, all of that. Um, and the, you know Wu Tang, go check that out. You know what I mean. If if you ain't got a Hulu account, go get you a Hulu account. Go I watch, got me a Hulu. Go, go watch, I only watched watch two that. episodes. I gotta get back into <laughs> Why, you it. You got to watch that, I know. man. It's slacking. As soon as that come on, after the, the, you watch all of that, then, then play the album, man. Mm-hmm. You had you had your, your Davies fix for the day. You know I got a fucking Wu Tang Metro card. What? I went. I, we were going to meet up with Ghostface because we did this little uh, party in Brooklyn with him, and that we're going to get on the train, and there's a fucking Wu Tang Metro card. This is recent. Yeah, this was like a month ago. Yeah, because of the, the Hulu. They, yeah, they did that. Yeah. And I walked in. I showed it to Ghost. I'm like, you seen this yet? He's like, no. Nah. Yeah. I'm like, that's fucked up. Like a Wu Tang fucking logo on a Metro so card. Because cool. 20, 30 years ago, these these dudes are supposed to be like the 20 years ago. They're supposed to be like the fucking enemies of the cops and the establishment in New right. York. Mm-hmm. And like enough time has gone by that the city can actually look at Wu Tang and be like, oh no, this is a very very important part of our they, history. They gave them a street. Yeah, they, got their own, you know what I mean. They gave them, they got a street in Staten Island. It's crazy. Right. Crazy. No jumper, Dave East. Appreciate you coming in, man. Anytime, my boy. Thank you, G. Boy. For real. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. No Jumper Cushion stores. Go ask your local dispensary. Our man got his own water. I ain't, you know. We got our own stickers. We got, we got to get our money up. We got his own water <laughs> in here, man. Appreciate you, man. Yep.